friends, welcome to the Uno Mas podcast. This is your host, Whitney Kay, and I'm accompanied by my amazing co-host and handsome husband, Christopher Moss. What's up? Okay, so today's podcast is all about how Christopher and I first met. Now, I know there's a lot of controversy on whether or not those dating apps out there actually work, and we're here to share our experience with them, one in particular, and how the two of us fell in love and fast forward all the way to today. handsome husband of mine. What's up? (laughs) Well, we are getting ready to share with everybody a story that I think we've shared, I feel like a million times, but I don't think we've ever shared it openly on a podcast. In fact, I know we haven't because this is only our second podcast. Yeah, that's true. So um, the title of this podcast, by the way, is Bumble to Baby. And I'm assuming you know why I named it that. Yeah, I mean, it's extremely exciting to be able to talk about this one for sure, especially for, you know, a lot of the people that we do know, um, maybe outside of the Dallas area, I think would be really cool for them to listen in and be able to kind of hear our story and, and where it all started. So exactly. So a lot of people, I don't think, or how should I say this? A lot of people look at dating apps as... I mean, I know I looked at dating apps as something like, yeah, right. Does it really even work? I mean, you hear about people falling in love with these dating apps, but then you wonder, like, you know, we've discussed before, some of them are out there and they're just hookup apps or, you know, do people actually fall in love and have long-term relationships out of them? And we are a success story and the app that we found each other on is Bumble. And, um, I can remember, you know, my friend Jennifer telling me to get on this app and try out dating online. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to date like that. Cause it's just so unconventional. I just didn't, I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how it would work. And so whatever, fast forward, I ended up getting on the stupid app. Um, and I was swiping through people and then you popped up and I was like, Oh, who is this? Who is this fine looking man right here? <laughs> and I, if I remember correctly on Bumble, like you kind of swipe vertically, right? To no, look at, no, you swipe left well, and no, right. You swipe left and right, but to look at the profile, you kind of swipe up to yeah. start, you know, to scroll through. Um, I think you can only have like four pictures or something like that. So you're very limited. And then there was a bio, you were really direct, um, in your bio, you're like God business. I don't know. You just kind of shot it straight. And I was like, he's cute. And I think if I'm just being honest here, I went straight off of physical attraction. Although I did like the fact that you mentioned that you were a godly man in your bio. But if I'm being honest with myself, it was physical attraction. So you were the very first person that I swiped right now, but with Bumble, it's in the girl's control, right? It is. Okay. So it was up to me to make that first move. And then what happened? I mean, what happened on your phone? Did I like, how does it come through on your end? So, so it technically, uh, from my understanding, I'd already swiped for you. 
Okay, so how so, does that work? Is it like you swipe and you end up being in like my Rolodex well, it can, of men? It can, it can be either way. So say, for instance, you swiped me, right? Uh-huh. Okay, saying, yeah, I'll, I'll, I would like to match up with this guy. Okay, and then a week later, I swipe on you, right? Well, then it's going to send you the alert, and it's going to also send me an alert whenever whoever at that time is the second person that actually clicks. Oh, like so-and-so swipes exactly. you. Okay. So then that's whenever the connection starts, and then you have you, as the woman, has 24 hours to respond. If Which you don't, is nerve-wracking. Well, yeah, because, I mean, just think of, of you, you know, uh, being, I mean, it's not like those, those types of dating apps or those types of apps, you're not on it 24 seven, right? So it was easy for us to be able to go a day, two days, three days before you even looked on it. Right. And then by then you have to rematch with them. Well, yeah, because it's, you're actually limited to time. So you only have 24 24 hours. hours, but it's so nerve wracking for a female. Okay. Because we're so used to just honestly, men, soliciting women, men being the first to reach out men. I'm sorry, but being kind of like pig headed and just being really direct, like, Hey, sexy lady. Well, (laughs) I mean, you gotta, you gotta think of it this way. I think that's a great app. Um, you know, for men that are actually looking to settle down reason why is because everybody knows that the hardest thing a man can do is actually give up his power (laughs) and, you know, let the woman take control. And so, Technically, I mean, that's what you have to do. If you're willing to really, like, if you're really wanting a relationship, like, I think it's just, it's the point that Bumble is trying to make that says, hey, look, guys, you know, take a back seat because it's the woman's turn, right? Okay, but, like, I guarantee you it's kind of like a Tom and Jerry mouse situation, like the cat and mouse, because I guarantee you it is exciting for the man to know that he's not in control. It didn't Is it kind care. of like a turn on? No, I no? didn't care. Okay. So yeah. it didn't turn you on at all. It didn't kind of give you a little bit of like excitement knowing that like, Hey, you know, like it's the girl's turn to come after me. Well, I mean, it's always nice, you know, cause I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess you could look at it that way. Okay. I guess it was, I don't know. It was an easy way of being able to just kind of sit back and let the women come to you and let them make the choice, right? Rather than us having to like go to a bar or go to a restaurant and walk up to the bar and like, you know, try to spark a conversation, whatever, like that, that's completely, you know, yeah, I guess it's the same for, you know, both. Like, that's why I got on the app is because I was sick and tired of going to the bar, just like you said. So... I swipe you. I pop up in your Rolodex of women. <laughs> you swipe me. We made the connection. Now it's left up to me to, ha- I have 24 hours to send you the first message. Now, ladies, if you're listening to this, like, I'm just letting you know, <laughs> I am so business mindset all the time that I didn't know how to, like, what do you say? Like, hi, no, that's too short. What's up? No, that's kind of like I'm not in high school anymore. Um, What's up? <laughs> like, <laughs> hi, you're cute. No, that's too forward. Like, all these things were going to my through my head. Like, how do I approach this? So I figured I'm just going to approach it like a new business connection. And that's really honestly what I did. I think I was like, hey, Christopher, it's nice to be connected with you. Um, looking forward to getting to know a little bit more about you. 
something. I said something of that sort. It was yeah. so generic. And then, and then I remember as soon as I hit send, I was like, Oh my God, kill me now. <laughs> I can't believe. Like he's probably not going to reply <laughs> I to that. I thought yeah. you weren't going to respond to me. He's probably going to think like I'm too just monotone. Like I sounded like a freaking robot, but that leaves you now 24 hours to respond back to me. Right. Yep. Okay. So the clock resets. So the clock resets mm-hmm. and you responded yep. fairly quickly. I think, I think yeah. you got it like in the middle of the day at work or something like that. And this is the funniest part because what happens now between our conversation, like had me almost like turn my head sideways. Like who is this guy? Actually, that's exactly what I did because when you responded, it was small talk for a second, but not long. You were like, Hey Whitney, like you're cute. And we kind of got to know each other a little bit. And then, and then boom, boom. What'd you do? I came out (laughs) with all, I mean, you know, just the, the nuts and bolts to the, to the purpose of me being there. Wasting any time. Yeah. I was like, Hey, look, you know, I'm looking for somebody that's, uh, you know, looking for a serious relationship. I mean, you got to think, I mean, I've dated ever since I was, you know, technically, let's just go ahead and say probably 18, 19 years old. And I've always dated like really young, right? Well, didn't you even say that before that point on Bumble, you were even considering hiring like somebody like that millionaire matchmaker lady like yep. you see on TV. You were getting ready to hire a what do you just a matchmaker basically? Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a couple of different um, uh, organizations or companies that do that here locally, and and basically it's designed for you to kind of go and just in a public place and then just kind of be surrounded by other single people and then just let the connections happen naturally. Oh, so it's like they form their own networking mm-hmm. party, but it's done by the company itself. Correct. Huh. Yeah. Okay. But um, it was like 25 I think $2,500 for Damn. like a lifetime until you basically meet right? The person. Okay. So so, that's not that bad. Right. So, well, I'm sorry. So no, not a lifetime, a year. Well, like it's a one year back to my damn. Yeah. It's a, (laughs) it's a one year subscription. Right. But say for instance, you were to meet somebody in within a month. Yeah. Okay. Of your, your agreement or your contract with them. And you say, you call them and you really liked that person that you went on a date with that they connected you with. And you guys start to, you know, go actually go out. You can actually call the agency or whatever it is, the company and say, hey, look, I want to put a freeze on my membership because this is somebody that I'm interested in and I don't want to waste if for some reason this doesn't work out, say six months or a year of your membership. So what they do is basically freeze it. Okay, cool. Um, but let's get back onto the Bumble thing because I was extremely direct with you. You were. You yeah. Okay, so I told you, well, like I said, we were small talking for a little bit, but ladies, gentlemen, seriously, if you're listening to this, it literally was maybe a day, maybe a day that we small talked. And then you're like, I don't want to waste any time. Let's meet up and for lunch or dinner or something. No, you said dinner because you couldn't do lunch with work. And I said, okay, but here's the thing. I was leaving for Vegas that weekend for work. And 
I told you, well, why don't we meet, you know, when, when I come back and you guys, he literally said to me, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to sit here and text you and, you know, really start to like you over, you know, back and forth messaging. I'd rather just meet you in person to see if we have a true connection or not. And I was sitting here thinking like, especially not when this chick's actually going to be in Vegas, <laughs> you know, I was like, uh, you know, like, like, let's get this show on the road. And, you know, my, my whole, my whole thought process process behind it was just kind of thinking like, you know, there's no sense in sitting here wasting time. Right. No. And you I know. can fully respect that now, but I think at the moment I was like, dang, like he's, He's like really direct. Like, why is he trying to, I felt, I felt in that moment that you were trying to like rush it. And me, I'm just like, first of all, I'm all new to this. I'm trying to just take my time. Honestly, I didn't expect it to lead where it led. So I just thought it was going to be some rando date or something like that. But I said, okay, Basically, I said, "Yeah, let's do this." And we we had dinner. Just a Harry's on the harbor in McKinney. <laughs> Harry's yep. on the harbor in McKinney, um, and we met for dinner. And <laughs> I remember you said to me, "You're like, I'll pick you up." And at this time, I was living with Jennifer. We were living in the house, and um, you're like, "I'll I'll come and pick you up." And I was like, "No." <laughs> There's no way I'm letting you come and pick me up and see where I live. And I think you kind of respected that. But no. I, didn't, I didn't tell you that I'm not going to let you see where I live. I no, said, no, you I'll just said you that there. you would meet me there. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. And I knew, I knew why. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. who's going to allow a stranger to just come and pick you up? Yeah. You know, especially with us not knowing like anyone. Well, I don't know. There's some women out there that are like, sure. Why not? Well, Come I mean, on, scoop me up and see where I live, and then I'll I mean, find out your psycho later. <laughs> yeah, well. But anyways, <laughs> I meet you there, and do you remember, like, you were already there before me, and I was walking in, and I was on the phone. With Jennifer. With Jennifer, and I was like, I'm going to tell you if this person is a no-go, and I'm going to just, like, we're going to pretend it's an emergency. Like, she was my emergency. Like, something was going mm-hmm. on, and I had to, like, turn around and walk out. And then you opened the door as if you were coming outside as I was walking inside to, to the restaurant. To welcome you and yes. meet you. Mm-hmm. And... You turned and you came through that door and I literally looked at you and I said, gotta go to Jennifer and I hung up the phone. You guys, when I say I saw this man and it was like love at first sight, and that sounds so freaking cliche. Like that's just something like you hear so many people say. I mean, you've heard people say that. Like, did you really think now? I don't know if it was love at first sight for you, but like... It no, was for me. And it, my thing, so no, it wasn't love at first sight for yeah. me. And I think it was because, like, I wasn't going to let your looks, like, I guess, get me to that point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, you were uh, an amazingly beautiful woman. And, Aww. like, but you weren't like that... Uh, that that type of woman no i'm just saying (laughs) but you know i dated a lot yeah and uh before we met and um but but you were you were really like just kind of like a clean like cut looking you know woman and so it, it was really intriguing um and i knew that i could tell that you were a really good girl you know Maybe now I don't know about your your days back in 
<laughs> Cincinnati and whatnot. But I was a good girl. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I, I just said, yeah, let's let's get this date started. And well, wait, uh, wait, let's rewind a little bit. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you could tell I was a good girl? What? No, I mean you did just the way that you carried yourself. Like I could tell that, like you, and, and what I mean by good girl, like you can tell that you're like very wholesome. Like you. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I'm not that good. I'm not like yeah. the girl next door. No, 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 no. But but you you just you had this I'm presentable. Well, no, that's not even the word we're looking for here. I don't know. It's your word. No, mm-hmm. you just you just happen to have this presence that was very soothing and comfortable, right? And you know me, like mm-hmm. I'm I'm all about some comfort, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then and then I remember I remember when you're like I don't even know how you introduced me or introduced yourself to me, but your southern accent came out and I literally just thought to myself, "Oh shit." I am so screwed (laughs) because I've always wanted that good old country boy. And here's this man with a strong Southern, Southern accent. And, um, it was just so cute and so endearing. And, and then, and then we go in and we, we go to eat and we sit down and you didn't know what to order. I did not and know you, what to order. For the first time, you actually let a man order your food. That's what yeah, you said to I me. I think it was the very first time. I mean, outside of like my grandfather or anything like that. Like, I, I really think you were the first person to ever. And then on top of that, it was something that you had never tried before. Exactly. It was crawfish. A touffet. I mean, yeah. there's the Louisiana boy in him giving me freaking crawfish on our first dinner. But, you know, I'm always open to trying new things and I was open to it. But. Let's talk about the fact that you thought I was a complete bullshitter on our first date because here he is, he's asking me about like, you know, my life and what I've done and I'm sitting here just telling you, not, not bragging or gloating by any means, but just literally telling you what life experiences and really what I've done and, and you thought I was complete bullshit. Oh, I did. I did. I was like, man, I was like, what, what are you? Like, where is all this coming from? Like, is there such a thing that, you know, somebody can make up this much stuff, right? Um, but but no, and, and it took me a while. Like, it wasn't like overnight for me to think that, you know, um, everything that you said was 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 true. Yeah. Um, because I had I had really, really strong and, 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 you know, difficult, like I had trust issues. Yeah. You know, and so, and I think that you probably had a lot to do with that too. Like you just, you know, or you experienced a lot of that too. Yeah. You know, and so, I don't know. That was just kind of where it was difficult for me to kind of believe all of these things that that when you had done. When we say all these things, I mean, we're talking. I mean, I, I think we talked a little bit on childhood, and I said that I had gone to the military academy and graphic design, graphic design. coding. Yeah, I, mean, I know how to code on computers. I I don't even know all that scuba diver. Yeah. Um, I was just listing all these horseback riding, random random things, and he's probably sitting here thinking like, "My God, she's so full only, of shit." <laughs> this girl at the time was only what thirty. How old was I when we met? Thirty mm-hmm. three years old. How could she have done all this stuff already? But I was just very blessed. Um, so then dinner's over. Let's fast forward a little bit. Yeah. And um, 
you know, we, I, I don't think we had anticipated doing anything after dinner because we had just planned on going to dinner and you asked me if we wanted to go to a movie and you guys, what happens next? I, I literally was pissing myself in my pants when this next thing happened. I mean, let's just be real. That's, I really felt like that. Um, you're like, let's go to a movie. And I'm like, okay, what movie? And you said... It. It. Now, this is right when the new or the most current, not It too, because I know the second one just came out, but the first one, the most current one had come out. Y'all, I am severely terrified, and I'm, I'm almost terrified to even say this on a podcast because now everybody's going to know, but I am so scared of clowns. I don't know what it is. They lie. They're trickery. They're over-exaggerated expressions and they're always just way too happy. I just can't do clowns. I just don't like them. I, I freak. Honey, I mean, tell them. Do I freak out when it comes? You do. I freak yeah. out. I cannot see a clown. But this man, like I said, he had some something over me. <laughs> <laughs> he No, it was not a whip. Don't you be whipping over there. But he had some like... <laughs> I don't even know, some spell over me. And I was like, sure, let's just go, let's go see it. But I think I did tell you I was terrified. No, you did. You yeah, did. I said, I'm terrified of clowns are probably clenching your arm. The and then that's when I was like, don't worry, I've got you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here. Yeah, you were like, perfect. This yep, score, this exactly. is the best movie I need to like, take her man, to. man, she is really baiting into everything that I've got <laughs> planned. <laughs> so um, we go... To the movie. Yeah, we watch, watch the, the movie. movie. I have to say, though, and I don't know if you felt the same way. Was the movie a little awkward for you? No. Like, the, 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 like you seemed really nervous with your hands. Like, we, we didn't know if we should hold hands at the movie. We didn't know if, like, I should lean into you or, like, I don't know. You, you just felt nervous. Do you even remember or no? No, I remember, but, I mean... Honestly, I was there to watch the movie. <laughs> and there's the directness of I, my husband. <laughs> I, I wasn't there to like go back to like junior high days or middle school days and get dropped off at the movies and have a makeout session on the back row. Well, I wasn't wanting a makeout session either, but like I don't know. I mean, I didn't want to sit. I mean, if we're just going to go to the movies to watch the movie, why the hell didn't we just sit one in the front of the screen and one in the back of the theater? I mean, you're there together to, you know, kind of, you know, it's a first date. Slow down. (laughs) (laughs) Hell, you're already trying to marry me on the first date. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, whatever. It's so stupid. Anyways, date's over and um, we get into the car. And I remember saying to Christopher, because like he, he always, and it's so funny because I still do this. I hesitate. I still do this to this day. I say, go ahead and like play, put on some music or well nowadays I say, put on some tune sisses and the sisses by the way is came from me. It came from Christopher and you'll probably hear us drop them in the podcast every once in a while, but it's just kind of like our little family thing. Yeah. So anyways, I didn't say tunes this is back then. I said, play a country song or put on some country or something like that. Or play me a song. That's what I said. And I said, play me a song. So he puts on some music and we start driving. And I was under the assumption that you were just taking me back to my car. And he pulls into this um, bar. What was it? 
he pulls in to this bar. What was the name of the bar again? So at this time, it was Jack's Pub in McKinney. Okay, so Jack's Pub in McKinney. He pulls in, and I'm like, wait a second. At this time, neither one of us, by the way, we didn't even mention this, neither one of us were drinking alcohol, No, right? No, <laughs> uh, so far, the entire date was alcohol-free. Well, no, but even, even outside of the date, that period of our life, neither one of us, we both said that we were, were sober at that time oh, of our yeah, lives. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Just for personal reasons, like we just didn't want to be drinking. <coughs> so for personal reasons, we just did not want to be drinking. So when he pulled into this bar, I was like, why are we going to, why are we going to a bar? Well, we're neither one of us are drinking. <laughs> yeah, we're not drinking. You're like, come on, just come on. And I was like, okay. So we walk in and here's another like telltale sign that you're just with a good guy because when he walks into a place, if your man walks into a place and everybody in that place, whether it's a bar, a restaurant, an office, a hotel, it doesn't even matter. And everybody turns around and they're like, Hey Chris, what's up, man? How you doing, buddy? And I'm sitting here thinking, like, am I with some local celebrity or something? Like, who is this guy? Oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> so, you know, but I light up because I'm like, okay, that's comforting to me to know that like people appreciate you, they love you. Okay, cool. Like I'm 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 letting my that guard down. That says something about me, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm letting my guard down more. So then I realize it's karaoke night. You guys, my heart fell into my stomach. Well, I, I knew that it was karaoke night. That was the whole reason why we, we stopped in there, right? Yeah, I know. But I did not know it was karaoke night, and I don't do karaoke. And I was like, if this man is expecting me to get up and sing, I, I'm literally going to run out and call Uber. It's just not happening. But then you said, or no, I looked at you and I said, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, why are we at a karaoke bar? And he looked at me and he said, well, you told me to play you a song. Be, now, rewind. You guys remember when I got in the car and I said, play me a song, like play some country music? He was like, well, you told me to play you a song. And I was like, okay. Immediately in my head, I thought, this could go really, really good, or this could go really, really bad. And you had walked over to the lady that was like at the computer, I guess, running the lineup for who's up in karaoke. And there was a shit ton of people there. Like this place was packed. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, a, a karaoke nights are big nights there. But um, you got in like you were the next singer up. Yeah. Like how? Of course. Yeah, exactly. Of course. They know me there. <laughs> so you're the next singer up. Yep. And you picked what song? It was uh, by well, it was uh, George Strait. Yeah. What was the song called? Uh, I can't remember if it was Check Yes or No. Or. I don't know. I think it was Check Yes or No. Okay. So you, you sing that song. Mm -hmm. And you guys, this, this boy can sing. Yes, he can. I was like, I was sitting there in the chair. And, and the greatest thing is is you kept acknowledging me when you sang, too. It was like you were almost singing... The, well, you were singing the song to me, basically. I, I told mean, you we, I was going to sing you a song. I know. And then or, I'm thinking, like, how many girls has he really done this to? Like, is this his none. Is this his swooning move? Is this, like, the way he gets in? You up, had it? Up to this... No, no. Not, not once. Wow. Up to this point, like, the only reason why I... Um, 
I've been able to sing in karaoke at that place is because I was like really comfortable and I didn't care what people thought. So like, I didn't, I I don't think I still to this day, don't think that I can sing good. Right. But you can, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I mean, I I think I have an okay voice, but I don't think that it's like to a point. It could have just been your song though. Like, is that a song you sang a lot? Um, no, I mean, no, I mean, I can sing pretty much anything that I, you know, I know the the lyrics too, but it's not like I sing it every day and I try to... Oh my God, there he goes. Um, But no, I remember you're singing to me and I'm sitting there with, you know, your friends that I just met and I'm just thinking that like, I'm done. (laughs) I'm just done. (laughs) I'm done. Give me, give me a piece of paper. Just get, I'll sign in a pen. I'll sign the dotted line. Like done. Sold. Hook, (laughs) line, and and sinker. Um, but yeah, so after that, like we had a good time. We didn't even stay cause we weren't drinking and, um, you took me back and all we had, it was a small little kiss yeah. and it actually wasn't the best kiss. No, it, was it wasn't. It was kind of just awkward. I think we were both really nervous. Yep. Um, and that was it. So then I leave and I go to Vegas. Vegas and we stay in communication during the whole trip. And then I get back. And I mean, the first thing I do when I get back is I see you. Like we met up and just, it, it was great. And then we just kept going on dates and we just started having so much fun. And the, and the thing about, and, and this is, this is where, like I came to to realize that like you were the one for me. Yeah, what was, was when when you're going out, right? I mm-hmm. guess the easiest way as a man is when you're not when when you have that interest mm-hmm. drawn into only one person. Okay? So mm-hmm. like basically like blindsided. Yeah. Right? Or or your your focus directly on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I wasn't at that point, like I was locked in because my whole purpose for going on this dating app, which I'd done several dating apps before, but it was all of the others that were technically considered like hookup, you know, apps. Well, you had done a couple bumble yeah. dates too, right? Yeah, and I'd they done were not those. successful. No, um, you know, I mean you, you just have I mean, you got to filter through them. I mean, some people are, you know, one way online and then the next minute you get in front of them and... They're batshit crazy. Well, <laughs> I, Honey, just I, I would, be real. No, I wouldn't go that far. I would just Honey, say that, yeah. you told me that one of one your dates was, crazy. was cuckoo for her Cocoa Pops. Oh, she was like, cuckoo. she was out there. Yeah. Don't be... Just because you're on a podcast now doesn't mean you got to be all nice and sugar-coated. This is where we're going to get real and raw. So you better you better just let that guard down and say it like it is. Yeah. Well, yeah. So there's some crazy ones out there. But, I mean, it, look, that goes both ways. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I literally... Like I looked up and it just happened in the blink of an eye, you know? Yeah, like so I when, looked up and it was, was like... that moment for you? Like when... Okay, because you, I mean... Honestly, it was when we literally started dating. Like, Well, honey, I mean, we had just... Well, like, okay, so we met on Bumble. That first couple days, we went out to dinner. Is that when you consider that's when we first started dating? Or when I got back from Vegas, which was just a couple days after that, and we started going on dates then? I want to say that, like, it was literally... Like, I think we had started dating 
already. And I was almost there, like, you know, mentally, like saying, okay, yeah, this is, this is, you're, you're the one, right? But. Because I I remember it was very, very quickly that you spoke to Jennifer about wanting to get me a ring. Oh yeah. And it was like only how many months in, like three months in? Three or four months in, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's quick. That's, that's real quick. You had met my, uh, I had taken you home. I think that was the moment because yep. you told me when you took me home and I hit it off with your family. That's when yep. you were like, yeah, this girl. You're the keeper. Yeah. Uh, you're the one. Keeping that one. So I remember, again, we kind of mentioned this in our previous podcast, you talking to Jennifer about wanting to propose and the topic of us getting married, like we had started talking, you and I had started talking about it, kind of like throwing around the idea, like, oh my gosh. Get-. And Part of me felt crazy for thinking it, but like I was told you when he started singing to me, I was in, I was doing. <laughs> and Jennifer, I remember her well, when we were talking about even talking about proposal, and especially when I guess you had mentioned it to her without me knowing, she was like, girl, slow against down. As, it. As if any, I mean, any friend would do that, any friend, right? Like, I'm sure there's ladies out there that are listening to this or men, you know, men too, I'm sure that have, you know, really felt a strong connection and want to do that jump really soon into a relationship. And their friends are like, holy shit, like slow down. What are you doing? Like you just met this girl or you just met this guy. You know, this is like a red flag. Like, why are you guys moving so quick? Like, what do you have to rush? Is she pregnant? Like, like yeah. all these things like start <laughs> coming up. And, um, but no. And then you asked me, you're like, hey, do you, do you want to go to Cancun? Do you want to take a trip? And at this time it was four months in. Yeah. Four months this in. This was in March. Well, no, no the trip a- was in March, but you asking me like if I wanted to go it was like four months. No, that in. was in, that was in January. Okay. So yeah, we were technically, yeah, I'm sorry. We were four months in. Okay. So it was like four months in and you were like, let's, you know, let's take a trip to Cancun. And I'm like, okay. I mean, why not? I don't know. It's like being with you felt so right. Like in, in every moment. So I was like, okay, let's do it. And what were you doing in the background? Like behind the scenes, what were you doing? Because I didn't know what oh, was going on. Oh, I was on. planning everything. So I had a custom ring, uh, shot out to, uh, 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 Bass Fine Jewelry in Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, actually, I think he's he's located in Bossier City, Louisiana. But um, he did a custom ring for me, and uh, it was a halo uh, ring with oval. And we picked out. I mean, literally, I looked and searched like he can tell you uh, that uh, the diamond that I chose was kind of like, what, 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 what are those? Um, they're not penguins, are they? Or are they penguins that they go and they look for, um, a a stone or a, um, I'm, 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 I'm looking at you to try to help. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like penguins go for like, I've never known penguins to go searching for a stone. What about that movie with Dane Cook and Jessica Alba? Okay. And she's a penguin fanatic, yeah. right? Okay, do you remember how the penguin searches for this stone to give to the love? Oh, okay. No, I mean, I'm That's sure what I'm saying. So thing, anyway, but... long story short, that's what me and Edward like like Edward 
went above and beyond trying to find the perfect stone that, that I was okay with giving to you. Yeah. And, um, it, it took us probably a good two months before, uh, like, but you wanted it for Cancun, right? Yeah. I did want it for Cancun. And, and so, I had no idea. I don't know how, actually I take that back. I had somewhat of an idea. I was like, he's going to propose in Cancun. Like he's going to propose. I just had this like intuition that mm-hmm. I have and we get to Cancun and you guys, when we're traveling to Cancun, may I just tell you that this guy was wearing his backpack on the front, like on the front of his chest, not on his back and the entire way through the airport. I'm thinking like, is this like a weird quirk that he has? Like, does he wear his backpack on the front of him and not the back? And I'm like, honey, what are you doing? And you're just like, oh, I just got, you know, some important documents like our passports and stuff in here. And I just want to make sure I have them like all tight knit. Well, unbeknownst to me, he had the freaking ring in his backpack the whole time, but we get to Cancun and my whole thought was we had gone shopping for me to get a couple dresses because you told me that there was two nice dinners on the resort, one like towards the middle of the trip and or one towards the beginning of the trip and then one towards the end. No, they. I said that there were three, or three. right? So there was one the first night, which was kind of dressy. Uh-huh. And then there was one, I think the third night or yeah, the third night. And then and one then, at the last night. And then night. the one at the the last night was gonna be the like fancy one. So yeah, save your thought... best outfit for that one, right? Yeah. So you had made me think like, oh, that's that's the night. That's the night that is gonna happen. And we get down there and um we couldn't check into our room right away. So we kind of hung out on the beach. We're drinking some beers, enjoying the fact that we just got to Cancun. And um we stayed at the Dream Sands Resort in Cancun. And um then we got into our hotel room and you're like, okay, let's get ready for dinner. And I was like, okay. And I remember you coming out on the balcony and you said to me, you're like, if I were to ask you to marry me right now, like, what would you say? And I was like, hell yes. Like, absolutely. Now that was not the proposal, but like you had, you were kind of just like, what if, like, I guess test proposing me. <laughs> Is that what you were doing? I guess. Yeah. And, um, you're like, hey, why don't we walk down to um So so yeah. Yeah. So you tell this part. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll tell this part just because like I've always went to this specific location. So there was this bar, um uh I would say probably about a mile down the road. Yeah. It yeah. was a long way. And yeah, you made me walk in my heels in little tiny ass dress. A mile down the street. Yeah. Why didn't we take a taxi, by the way? Because, I mean, as beautiful as you were looking, I was going to show you off. (laughs) You're so funny. Like, like little did she know that I'm walking, thinking the whole time, like, this is about to be my fiance. (laughs) I was so pissed, though. Well, you didn't know. I could have said no. You weren't going to say no. Oh, my gosh. So we get to this like little cigar bar and yeah. you guys it's like this tiny little it's a tiny little bar but it sits on a um on a pier on a pier yeah like a pier goes right out from the bar and as soon as i get there i have to go to the restroom so i go to the restroom and when i come out 
I see Christopher talking to, I thought it was a tourist, another tourist. Like she had a camera and a backpack and she just looked like a tourist. And She's like, oh shit, Chris is hitting on this girl. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> you know me. I didn't, like, I didn't care. But I just thought he was maybe giving her directions or, I don't know, answering a question that she had. So I didn't think anything of it. And she walks away. But then the weather started to take uh, like a turn. Like it started getting really windy. It was really overcast. I, it wasn't raining yet. Right. It was just kind of like just windy and overcast. And, um, the pier was tarped off. Like we couldn't get to the pier and I didn't realize this, but this was throwing Christopher's whole game plan off. Right. Like, I guess you had intended to take pictures. And I get completely flustered anytime something doesn't go scheduled to plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we're sitting there and he's, he's just acting like, like he said, he gets flustered when things don't go according to the way that he has them planned. So I could tell he was worked up and flustered, but I, at the same time, you guys, I have no idea what's going on. So I'm just like, I'm oblivious. I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe he's just weird. Like, let's just get another drink of alcohol. In this maybe guy. he's just pissed off because the weather's bad and yeah, you know, something. I guess, I don't know. But then you kept saying, Hey, let's walk down to, there's another pier down, you know, the street that, or not the street, but down the beach that I know that we can get on and go take some pictures. Cause I wanted to take pictures. Yep. And I was like, well, there's a pier right here. Why don't we just go out here? And you're like, well, it's tarped off. And I was like, oh, screw it. Like, you know me. I'm the type of person that I just do until I'm either yelled at or told I can't do. So I literally just asked the the little guy behind the bar. Yeah, if the bartender. He could, yeah, the bartender. If he could come out and take pictures on my phone. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And so I whipped off my shoes and I jumped over this wall and around the tarp. And I was like, come on, like, come on. Not knowing that I was completely setting up what was going to happen next. And we get out on this pier. It's windy. It's the waves are crashing against the pier, but it's like, it's so, it was so beautiful. Perfect. Um, and I was getting, so we were getting ready to stand there next side to side to take this picture. And Christopher's like moving around, like in all these like weird, fidgeting. yeah, he's fidgeting. He's like moving in all these directions. And finally I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And you said to me, you know what I'm doing? No, it was like, you know what I'm doing? Like it yeah. was more like frustrated. Like you were mad. Like, you know what I'm doing? Yeah. Like, you're like, you know what I'm doing? And you at, Right after you said that, you got down on one knee. And I was like, oh my God, he's proposing. And you were shaking so bad with that ring because you didn't want to drop it between the pier and the being being windy. And um, And I didn't have it insured for the trip. Yeah, crazy. Why? But that's whatever. It doesn't even matter. So I said yes. And this bartender was taking pictures of us and honestly they came out so great but then (laughs) would you tell me after that you're like so I was like okay well since we've already caught the actual you know pictures uh or the moment you know of me proposing to you Mm -hmm. now we've got to go put on a stunt uh and act like I'm going to propose to you because that woman that I was talking to at the bar I hired like a month in advance as a photographer to catch me proposing to you on one of the piers. Yeah. And so, so she was talking to him when I came out of the restroom. To set it up. Yeah. When I came out of the restroom, they were talking about like an alternate game plan because 
the pier that we were at at the restaurant or the bar was tarped off. So she told him there's another pier, you know, down the beach. And that's the one you were trying to convince me to walk down to. Yep. And my, you know, just direct personality, you know, my direct personality, I was like, let's just jump around the tarp and do our mm-hmm. own damn thing. And here I was setting up my own proposal without even knowing it. But that's what was so perfect about it, it you know, cause it was like, was. you know, even when, and, and, and you can take a, a, a life lesson from it, you know, even just because things don't go the way that you have it planned mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it's not right. You know what I mean? It's, so think yeah. about that in anything. Like that's kind of how I look at certain things now is like, Okay, if it's not going the way that I want it to be, that's probably for uh, a better reason, right? But it makes for a better story, you yeah. know? Like, it makes for a way more fun story. So then we get down, so we walk out, and we're walking down the beach, and he's like, she has no idea that we're already engaged. Like, we literally... So I was like, give me the ring back. Yeah, give me the ring back. So I gave him the ring back, and we walk out onto this pier, and you guys, we totally faked this whole second engagement, which was just hilarious. We're like, okay, let's just smile. Oh, my God. Like, I'm so excited. Yeah, and we still um, got some really good pictures, we too. We did, but honestly, the original pictures from the non-photographer, just yeah. the bartender, ended up being so amazing. So, but here's the thing. This is what's so funny. I was thinking, and I even said this to you, like, man, that took some serious balls to do that on the first night that we got to Mexico. I mean, granted, you knew I was going to say yes, but what if... What if I would have said no, or I wasn't ready, or I think this is moving too fast? Like, we would have had to spend an entire rest of the trip with each other. Like, what what would we have done? I mean, think about it. I mean, I'm in Cancun. I'm going to go have fun. It would have been so awkward. No. Why would it have been awkward? Just because you say no, that you're not ready to spend the rest of your life with me doesn't mean that, you know, you're never going to be at that point. Okay, well, that's like the positive you coming out, but like the realistic me is thinking that would be freaking awkward. I don't think it would have been awkward. I really don't. Okay, well, maybe not, but because I, I, I never want to find out because you know what? We ended up um, getting engaged and then really quickly, um, actually, no, we had no idea when we were going to get married at that no. point. We we're like, we don't even know. We so, really don't. Honestly, at that point, we didn't care. Yeah. We just wanted to take our time, have, you know, at that time we were We like, did know it was going to be an extremely small wedding. Yeah. We wanted like, a really small, handful wedding, of people, but we didn't have any time frame. Like we wanted to take our time, didn't care if it was a long engagement, whatever. Um, and then when was it? Was it July Yeah, it was because it was three months later. It was July. July came about and we were just sitting there talking one day and both of us at like the exact same time, like we were talking about a wedding and both of us at the exact same time were like, let's get married in Louisiana. Like, let's go back to your hometown. I don't know why. I don't know if we were talking about Louisiana. I can't remember, but we were both like, let's go get married in Louisiana and let's get married at your, your aunt's. Um, cabin because yeah. I mean she lives in a, she basically lives in a cabin on on a bunch of land and it's just really pretty and there's just trees a lot of nature it's just nature and country it's just it was us it was yeah. totally us and um so we called her up the next day wasn't it or we <laughs> called her up that day I think we called her up that day like yeah. in the moment and she's like oh my god yeah and then she's like well when and we were like well we don't know you know we're just thinking. 
But then it was like just the next couple of days, I think that, or was it that night? I can't remember. I don't know. Our one year anniversary was coming up in October. And we were in the process of building a house. So we were like, you know what? Let's just get oh married. Oh my God, you guys. I forgot to even mention that. Wait a second. Yeah. Remember, we were in the process of building the house we before we got married. Because we built, we built, we decided to build the house. We contracted uh, with the builder when we came back from Mexico. Okay, you guys, this is how crazy we are. I completely forgot. So we come back from Mexico, and it was like a couple months later. This is really funny. We went to church, and after church, we typically like just kind of drove around sometimes, occasionally, just. Well, a, a, a friend of mine referred us out here to the Lot Farms area. He said, go just check them out. She did. Oh, really? Okay. Leslie. So she, oh, Leslie did. Yeah. So Leslie said, go check them out. And I, we weren't looking to move, though, anyway. We were just kind of checking out houses. But that's kind of how, like, you. the more that you listen to this podcast uh, about us and, and <laughs> things that we share, like, you'll realize that, like, when we put our mind to something, it's not something that we put our mind to and then we think about it. Like, we just say, fuck it, and we go <laughs> ahead and do it, right? <laughs> so it's like, we were literally... Like, we were referred out here to the Light Farms community. But again, we weren't looking for homes. But we, we were just like, we told, were browsing. Hey, go check it out. Like, yeah, we'll, yeah. Go, we'll go check it out. And so we drove out here and we absolutely fell in love with the community. We left like. We already knew what we were going to get. Yeah, but no, don't you remember we left and we're like, what the hell did we oh, just do? Oh, shit, we just bought a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had literally just drove out here to check things out and it was, oh my God, what just happened? So yeah, fast forward, now it's July, we're thinking about planning a wedding and all of a sudden we're like, I'm like, babe, our one year anniversary is coming up October 8th, our one year anniversary, like, let's just do it then. And you're like, okay. So here we are, we get engaged five months after we meet. We contract in, on a home two months after, after two that. Two months after that. Then like a, like a month or two after that, we're like, let's have let's plan a wedding in three months, like in Louisiana. Let's just do this. We'll make it small, quaint. Um, nobody's really ever going to, nobody's going to really be there. Like I didn't have the only people I had on my side where I flew, we flew my mom and, um, stepdad in for the wedding. And then my son, we had him on, um, FaceTime, FaceTime. We FaceTimed him in because he wasn't able to make it because of School. school. And, and then your family, but there wasn't even, it was like your mom, your aunt, your uncle, your sister, her husband, their kids. And that was it. And that was it. And your little sister. Yeah. Um, and that was it. It was small. It was quaint. Y'all. So this is what I'm actually pretty happy to say, you know, that a lot of, that a lot of guy that you are, that a lot of people can't say in this day and time because they get so so caught up into weddings and stuff but literally our wedding i think what we asked mom what our wedding cost and i think they said it was like less than five hundred dollars yeah because well your mom said even she said maybe less than that it was like maybe 250 bucks something like that but again there's going to be a few things in there that they're probably not going to account for but I mean, realistically, I think it was under 500 bucks. Well, and thank God, because we put it all into the house. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it was, it was, 
everything that we needed it to be, everything that we wanted it to be too. And it was, it was small. It was quaint. It was beautiful. I mean, even my dress was 40 bucks. Yeah. I can't even remember where I ordered it from. I'll tag them in the podcast. Yeah, my, my outfit out. was, I want to say 80 bucks. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And it was just perfect. So then here we are on our one year anniversary of basically committing to each other. Um, we, we get married, but there's, there's something that I want to, that I want to talk about really quick because there's something I shared with you on our wedding day that was, um, really personal to me. So went through a bad breakup before I met you, you know, all about this. And then I was just sitting there and praying for, for a man. And I, I, what did I tell you? I told you from the minute that we met, like, I don't need a man, but I, I want, I want that love. Like I want that connection. I just want to spend my life with somebody, but I don't need you. I'm not going to be dependent on you. I've got my own, I've got my own shit. This girl can take care of herself. So I remember praying to God and saying like how bad I just, you know, really want a good, wholesome man in my life. And I wrote a list because I've always heard that you ask God, you know, specifically what you want, you know, be real specific. And you know, I got really specific. Like I said exactly what I wanted yeah, yeah. in a man, physical and not physical. And there was 32 things. 30, I think there was 32 things on this list and Christopher, I I told Christopher about the list, but I never showed it to him when we were dating. And he always asked me like, what's on this list? Like you were so inquisitive about what was on the list because you just wanted to know. And I always told him there was everything on the list, but I think he checked off every single one. There was just one thing that I don't think he could check off or that he maybe would check off. And that was him being a a father. Because in my mind at that time, I had Parker who was 12 years old and I wasn't ever expecting to have kids again. And, um, we didn't think that we wanted kids at that point. No, we had actually not really even talked about it. Like, my God, we were just already moving so fast that that was enough. (laughs) Like the thought of kids was not even in the picture. And on our wedding day, I, Okay. So I want, I I want you guys to understand this. So we met at the end of September, we officially started dating and it were exclusive October 8th. Christopher proposed to me on March 8th, our one year anniversary again, our wedding date again, October 8th of the next year. When I opened up this list that I had wrote to wrote to God praying for a man, I wrote that list on September 8th the year previous. 30 days prior to us meeting or dating. Yeah. 30 days prior to us officially dating on October 8th. So everything in our life was, has been on the 8th. Okay. It's like that infinity symbol. It's like something just ties us together. You guys, after we get married, so we get married in October, right? Yep. November, December, January, February, four months later, I get pregnant. Uh, I didn't know until like a month after that, but like four months later I get pregnant and I think I was as shocked as you were. If there is any textbook on how to do it, like listen to this story because it was done and fast forward, we just had our little baby girl in October, but guess what her birthday was? The 28th. The 28th. Now it wasn't the 8th, but the fact that the 8th 
is in there because she was not supposed to be born. She had a scheduled C-section on Halloween mm-hmm. on October 31st, but nope, God was in control. And he said, I'm going to bless this baby into your life on October 28th. And just the fact that everything has fallen on the 8th for us, yep. um, it's just really, it's really awesome. Maybe we should just do 28 podcasts and stop. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we'll keep going. But, um, yeah, it's been so amazing and I love this man more and more every single day. Hey friends, thanks for taking the time today to jump on in and listen to the Uno Mas podcast. How can you help support us moving forward? Leave us a review. Let us know how you're liking it. And then if you're on Instagram and Facebook, like most of us are, go ahead and tag us, share in your stories, invite your friends, and we look forward to Uno Mas podcast next week.